The Miami Voice is not a ministry of Calvary Chapel, North Miami, and the views from guests on the show may not necessarily align with my personal views or the biblical lifestyle views of Calvary Chapel, North Miami and Calvary Chapel, Fort Lauderdale. Welcome to Season 3 of the Miami Voice, a podcast that's looking to raise the volume of unfiltered truth in the community for the sake of greater unity. Hosea 4.6 says, My people are destroyed or perish for the lack of knowledge. It's been once said that if a leader sets his own selfish agenda, the people will inevitably follow. Well, we want to prevent that from happening. We want to find out what's the agenda, what's the vision, what's the heart of the leadership in our community, particularly right here in Miami Gardens. And so we've got a a lineup slated for you for this season that you would be able to hear from your leaders, hear the agenda, but beyond that, you could then aid and provide your time, your talents, your treasures with on-ramps that are given to you from your leaders by which you can serve this community. And so Saddle Up Family, Season 3 of the Miami Voice is underway. All right, welcome back to the Miami Voice Season 3. This is Episode 3. We just had City Councilwoman Seat 5, Linda Julian, with us. And today we've got none other than one of my great friends. I've known him from the days of youth ministry when we were both youth pastors. I would say over uh, half of a decade. I say half of a decade because it just sounds longer. You know, it just kind of creates this idea of longevity. Uh, but we're excited uh, for uh, this interview, this episode. As I often say, if you don't know better, you won't do better. And so we have none other than Councilman Robert Stevens in the building. He is going to load you guys up with a wealth of information by which you can give your time, talents, and treasure to this municipality, this city that we love, Miami Gardens. And so, Councilman Stevens, welcome to the Miami Voice, bro. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? No one's ever asked me that on my voice before. They were like, I'm doing good. And then they start telling you all, you know, you see, you care. Thank you for caring. You got the care. I'm, That's doing, <laughs> I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good. Man, listen, so you walked in here limping. Um, just so you guys and gals know, this young brother is a servant of the city. Everything and anything he could possibly do to endeavor to see uh, the work of the city go forth and the city uh, continue to prosper. He's all in it. And so tell us what you did today and why you were limping uh, into our so, studio. <laughs> Funny story. So uh, this morning at 7 a.m., uh, we did a walk for Alzheimer's to raise an awareness, um, a 5K through around, uh, around and about in our city. Um, and then anyone that knows about Miami Gardens know that uh, youth football is a big thing. So we went to uh, roughly about five different games at two different parks. Oh, wow. So we spent a lot of time in the sun today. Okay, so obviously um, you, you you don't have a suntan, though. I mean, no, you got, no, 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 little, no. A little darker than I am. <laughs> so you you, know, you, got, you were the, blessed with a little bit more melanin than me. It's the melon. Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. So, so tell our listening viewers, those that may not know about you, uh, a little bit about your history, how you got involved in the civic spectrum, uh, and what you're doing now. What does it mean to be the city councilman of seat six? What are your areas of responsibility? Um, who is Councilman Robert Stevens? Yeah, so I have the honor to serve as an at-large council member uh, for the city of Miami Gardens, representing the entire city, um, a little over 113,000 residents. 
uh, it started for me. I, I like to say my civic duty started back uh, or was rooted from my ministry duties, always serving in the church, coming from a uh, coming from a faith family uh, where I was in church and I spent my life serving others um, from being a youth pastor to now being a senior pastor. Uh, it's always been a desire and a passion of mine to serve others. So growing up here in Miami Gardens, when the opportunity presented itself where the seat that I'm serving in became vacant um, due to term limits, I uh, prayed about it, fast about it, and decided to run. Serving in government has always been a desire as well because I use this as an opportunity to reach those who would never uh, step foot in the four walls of the church. Mm. So being able to serve others on a broader scale and, and just being able to pull up and be of assistance to my community uh, is what I believe I am uh, created to do for a time such as this. Wow, wow, man. And, and I just want to publicly say thank you for your service. You know, I love you. Uh, again, you and I have established uh, relational equity over a uh, course of uh, five or six, maybe going on seven yeah. years now. Um, pretty soon, I'll be saying, this has been my little brother since a decade a ago. A decade ago. Uh, so we're working <laughs> on it. And and we, you and I have partnered uh, on several fronts as well mm-hmm. uh, in youth ministry, but even now in the civic spectrum. Yep. Um, and so, man, I, I thank you uh, personally for your, your duty and, and your service. Um, so if if you could share and i know and, and i mentioned this with uh, councilwoman julian as well a lot a lot of times you guys are working on things that are not able to be disclosed uh as of yet you know you can't really release it publicly but but what have you been working on big uh since you've taken over and i believe it's back in in january you got the changing of the guard happened uh for me it was september of last year so it's Ooh, actually it's been, been a, a year man. yeah happy anniversary thank you it's your <laughs> anniversary come on yeah. so 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 what are what are some of the major milestones uh that you have hit since you have taken the office wow um a year ago uh one of, one of the biggest things that I started was the Miami Gardens Higher Education Initiative, um, providing resources to our community, uh, more so encouraging our community to go back to school, uh, whether it's a community, four-year university, um, or vocational education. And, and the reason why I believe education is so important and why we must do our part to aid uh, one during the journey of education is because when you talk about a thriving economy, education must be the forefront of that conversation. Wow. Oh, um, wow. So, say, say that one more time. They need to hear <laughs> When you're talking about having a thriving economy, education must be on the forefront of that, forefront of that conversation. Kids, stay in school. Yeah. Be, be, because you, it's, it's, it's whatever route you take to be educated, whether it's on a vocational side or it's post-secondary education. You need to know how to become a master of your craft. You have to craft. You have to learn it. Um, so, you know, this one of the unique things about the Miami Gardens Higher Ed Initiative is that it's for all ages. So you could run an in-home daycare for 30 plus years, but now you need to go back and be recertified or you need to go in shopping your skills. This education initiative will aid you to go and do that. Mm. Um, and that was something that I uh, sponsored on the council and it unanimously passed. That was one of the first biggest things that I worked on. In addition to the education initiative, uh, I uh, sponsored a resolution to bring more affo- uh, workforce housing 
to Miami Gardens. Um, the past councils has done a fantastic job with creating affordable housing, and in uh, and, and, and the most the most recent council before us, uh, and I mean my colleagues and I did an amazing job with bringing uh, market rate into the city of Miami Gardens. Mm-hmm. But there's no workforce housing, so that that essential personnel that works and makes forty five to fifty thousand dollars a year can't afford to live in Miami Gardens because after taxes, after Uncle Sam gets his piece, you can't afford it. You can't do it. So uh, I, I still believe, haven't yet to meet Uncle Sam. By yeah, the way. no, you I've know, never he's taking all my money, but he won't take me to dinner it every time. <laughs> and who is this guy, FICO? Yeah. <laughs> so this <laughs> this would give you this workforce initiative would would give us an opportunity to keep our residents on. Uh, recruit our residents to come back for those who go away to college and get comfortable with uh, make paying low rent or mortgage up in Tallahassee and these other communities where you can afford to live mm. with uh, entry level salaries to come back to Miami Gardens and enjoy what this community is becoming um, and what it is now. It's a, it's a very thriving it's one of the most well ran uh, predominantly black communities mm-hmm. and all of the, up the east coast we're the third largest uh black city in the united states and the largest in the state of florida and, and you know a lot of people don't realize that as well and and i've shared that several times even even in church when it comes to uh, just understanding our context even yeah. though we're a multicultural yep. multi-generational church uh and and we know that that is a taste of heaven right we know that that's god's heart but the truth of the matter is when we do ministry initiatives uh, we can't create an initiative uh, that we think is going to fit cookie cutter into the context, sure. right? So we're creating initiatives ministry-wise that speak specifically to the context. I call that sensitivity to contextual nuances. Mm, I won't say it as well as you, so I'm not going to try to repeat it. <laughs> but it, it sounds like <laughs> a lot of the initiatives that, that you have been able to uh, roll out um, speak specifically, serve holistically to our our city Absolutely. which is again uh what is the, are we the largest black city we, in all of florida now i know duval jacksonville was we up are the largest black city in the state of florida wow i and thought we were the, second to duval and we're the third largest in the and united then, states okay so there you go if you don't know better you can't do better yeah. and so toward that end um concerning those two initiatives if someone let's particularly talk about um the first one that you rolled out. Sure. If, if, you know, if someone wanted to get involved, if someone wanted to aid that initiative, um, they don't know better. They can't do better. How can they give up their time, talents, and treasure? Because I know there was a scholarship that you guys gave out. Mm-hmm. I was able to do the invocation at mm-hmm. that particular ceremony. If someone says, listen, man, God has blessed me with some resources, and I want to give toward that, or maybe, again, uh, they want to see to it that others have uh, higher learning, and they want to aid that initiative, what can they? Are there any on ramps for people to get involved? Uh, and how? And who do they contact? I know you have a staff. You got sure. Cam, and you know you've got a team uh, that is accessible. You're accessible. Uh, so, what are some on ramps for those that want to engage in some of these initiatives? Yeah, uh, you just reach out to my office. You reach out to. We're always looking for one to to get involved, to be engaged. And of course, if you want to write a check to the higher ed initiative. Um, you write it to the city of Miami Gardens in, in, in memo of Miami Gardens Higher Education Initiative. But uh, contacting our office by in all of the information to getting in contact uh, with my, my, myself in my office is found on our city webpage at 
www.cityofmiamigardens-fl.gov. Yeah, it's a long one. Now, now, (laughs) listen, what we did last episode with with Councilwoman Julian is we dispelled the stigma uh, that most people have tended to impose on the public servants. And that stigma is they're not accessible. Yeah, they're not not not. available. Can can you speak to that and, and, and just completely dismantle that? Because one thing she said was if if anyone on my staff doesn't get a complaint back to me or doesn't respond to something or if I don't respond personally, there's going to be some loving and kind dealings being oh, dealt with. Oh, absolutely. But absolutely. it will be dealt with. I, I run a She said ship. she made some personal phone calls herself, and people were like, oh my gosh, this is Councilwoman Julian? Yeah. You're actually calling me? To talk about that. Like, yeah, well, that's that's the same for me. You know, I, I, I run a really tight ship, and we're here to serve the residents, right? So uh, my biggest thing is, for one, I run my own social media. I don't have staff running social media. So if you inbox me a concern, or an issue. The reality is, is that you're respond. I'm responding. To now wait a minute. Th- no, let me clarify, <laughs> ladies. He's not saying stop not on the DMs. <laughs> he's a young, single, handsome black man who's a leader. He's not. He isn't. What he's not saying is y'all need to slide in his DM, right? Because he's gonna respond. Um, nope. Because- no, that may not be an issue. Uh, okay, well, well, then again, if if you are a godly woman and, and you can handle the rigor of uh, marrying a pup, because we're you know we're looking for him. I'm, listen, I'm his big brother, so you know I'm just we're just talking right now. Um, so yeah, so you know, how can they get in contact with you on social media if they want to slide in? What are we doing right now? How can they contact Councilman Robert Stevens? He he. He runs his own social media family. I, I run my own social media in the content of being accessible for those who reach out to me. But it's it's really easy to get in contact with me. Um, it's always amazing when I uh, run into uh, someone and say, "I've been trying to get in contact with him." Like, well, how? Because y- y- my 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 information is available. I'm always available. I'm always in the office working. Um, and then I have a really good team. My 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 office makes sure that we. Uh, we respond to every email. We check voicemails. We don't start our day as it relates to meetings or meeting with constituents um, until we check voicemails and respond to emails. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So if you don't know better, you can't do better. So what you know right now is that they are exceedingly responsive. And um, so that don't let that be a stumbling block or a wall in the way of you getting in contact that you can get on board now uh are are there any other initiatives that you think would be um good for the people to know something that's kind of coming down the pike or something that's already established yeah if somebody has a heart to serve the community um what are other ways individuals that love our city miami gardens or maybe they live in another municipality and they want to take something that you just said and bring it to their municipality or inquire I, I've told you this before. Just because this is focused on Miami Gardens, maybe you're from another municipality. Absolutely. You listen to this and get the content, and maybe it'll invoke you to go to your city council or your commission and find out if they have something similar. So share a couple different things that's happening yeah, that so people can get involved with. One of, the, one, of the, uh, one of the things that I've done most recently is sponsor a resolution uh, to make Miami Gardens a age-friendly uh, community. Um, and I thought friendly. you were going to say make Miami Gardens great again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Go, okay. <laughs> uh, maybe should make I edit it. that part out? Okay. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Ma- making Miami Gardens an age-friendly community. Miami um, and Gardens has always been great, by the way. Always been great. Um, and, and that's so that we can cater to the needs 
of a lot of our our, our senior population. Um, that's the new word, age friendly. When I started doing research and seeing what other municipalities and counties started using, it was age friendly. It was mm. like, who is the age friendly? But it's it's the senior population. Okay. Um, so I sponsored that resolution. It unanimously passed. That will allow our when we're building parks and when we're implementing things to always in, make sure you include a component that would address the needs of our uh, senior population. Mm. Uh, so most recently, uh, in the era of COVID nineteen, I wrote up a resolution uh, to urge our corporations and our local businesses to create an hour uh, just for the uh, age friendly. Uh, demographics as well as our disabled to go in and shop or eat before it's open to the general public. Mm. So I'm currently working with a few uh, uh, retail stores, Walmart being one, Ross being another, um, and Denny's uh, being a restaurant to uh, create a time frame uh, throughout the week that would allow the age-friendly and our disabled community to go in and uh, uh, before it's open to the general public. And that's, of course, to ensure that we have a clean environment for the most vulnerable population during this uh, deadly virus um, and that one would feel comfortable to be uh, in the open and get, you know, get some fresh air and, and not just stay home all the time. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so in closing, we try to keep these interviews short because we know sometimes our attention span uh, isn't that good these days. Um, so in closing, I want to ask you, um, you, if you had the opportunity to speak to little Robert Stevens, the, the young up and coming Robert Stevens, there's a young man out there right now, a young lady out there right now that has ambitions and aspirations to serve their community in the civic spectrum, or maybe not, maybe they just want to be a servant to the community, to the municipality. What would you say to that young Robert Stevens, that young up and coming city councilwoman, that young up and coming city servant? What would you say to encourage them as we close this out? Mm. Uh, keep believing. Um, don't doubt yourself and, and trust the process. Keep believing. Don't doubt yourself and trust the process. So, so often we get discouraged um, and we think it would never happen. Uh, I had hopes and dreams of serving. Um, and along the journey, as I got older and years started coming, I had no idea that I'll be serving as an at-large council member for, you know, a large municipality, a thriving, a growing city such as Miami Gardens. But if you just keep believing in yourself and you trust the process, everything will work together. Family, there you have it. In the words of the late great philosopher Biggie Smalls. If you don't know, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> now you know. We are closing out. <laughs> this has been Darren. This has been City Councilman Robert Stevens. If you don't know better, you can't do better, but I think you've been equipped and loaded with some insights and information that'll help you do a little bit better because we can all thrive together. We can all see a, a great Miami Gardens. And I believe that uh, man there are so many opportunities and there's so much work to be done and so much work being done um mm -hmm. and if we continue to band together we unite um we will <laughs> the, i always say when i open up uh in, in the different invocations um we we want to see a city that wins like dj Khaled said all we do is win 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 no matter what right and so 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 if if the city's winning we're all winning, we're all winning. absolutely 
All right, y'all, signing out. This has been Darren, Miami Voice. Blessings. I love you, but Jesus Christ loves you so much more.